Welcome to the Sleepy Cues Podcast, where Linda Schmolowitz and Jessica Suiki will share answers to all your questions related to your children's sleep and parenting of young children. We are both certified gentle sleep coaches. Thanks for tuning in to hear the answers to the many questions that come up with the families we work with. Hi, it's Linda Schmelowitz, owner of Sleep Tight Consultants. Today on the Sleepy Cues podcast, we're going to be talking about the points in time when children transition from more naps to less naps. Before we get into our discussion today, though, I wanted to remind everybody that the Sleepy Cues podcast is now on Instagram. So definitely go ahead and follow us in order to make sure that you miss an episode and also so that you can send us your DMs about your questions and also your ideas for different podcast episodes. Also, I wanted to let you know that this is going to be our last episode before our summer break. But don't worry, we'll be back with many new episodes all about children's sleep and other parenting-related topics, and also some great interviews that we have coming up for you as well. Oh, and don't forget to write in your five-star review if you've been enjoying our podcast and want to hear more of it. So when it comes to parenting, for young children in particular, Just when you get used to something, it changes. And never is this more often the case than when we're talking about naps. So this isn't necessarily a bad thing. It's a sign that your child is getting older, that they're growing up and they're developing, and they don't have the same needs for things as they get older that they did when they were younger. So that's a good thing. Unfortunately, it means that as they take less naps, though, we get less of those breaks in the day. I know that if you are a parent who's at home with their child, you really count on those naps for your child to not only get that restorative sleep during the day that they need, but also so you can get other things done. Maybe that means cleaning up around the house or making a meal or working as the case may be. Or better yet, just doing nothing and sitting on the couch and watching trashy TV. Nonetheless, it's always a little bit sad when children go from more naps to less naps. So as a rule, whenever children are transitioning to one less nap, that can often mean that their bedtime may need to shift earlier in order to account for that last nap that's gone from the end of the day and in order to ensure that your child is not awake for too long between that last nap and bedtime. So if you remember from the episode all about early rising, one of the big factors that causes early rising to happen in children is being awake for too long between that last nap and bedtime. And I often see children start to have early rising when they're at these points in time where they're transitioning from more naps to less. So as we're talking through, we'll talk about how to account for that longer stretch of sleep and how to minimize the impact that it can happen from it. So... I'm going to start at six months because most of the time when children are about six months old, they're usually down to about three naps a day. Younger babies can be taking more, and there are even some six-month-olds who are still taking more than three naps. And if that's the case, it's worth taking a look at why those naps are remaining short. Is it because they're going down asleep for those naps and now they need to start learning how to put themselves to sleep so that those naps can get longer? Is it because when they wake up at 30 or 45 minutes, you're just getting them up and they're not getting time to try to go back to sleep when they go through that sleep cycle? Also, it can be because if they're waking up a lot overnight, now they're not getting that restorative 11 to 12 hour stretch of sleep, and that may mean that their awake windows during the day are going to be much shorter. So at six months, most children can usually make it two hours of awake time in between naps, but when they're still so tired from not getting enough sleep at night, then what happens is that those awake windows remain short and they need more and more naps to get through until bedtime. 
So as an example, when children are six months, usually those three naps are timed like morning nap is starting sometime between 8 and 8.30 usually, maybe between 8 and 9 depending on what time your child tends to wake in the morning. Then the second nap usually starts not before noon. That's typically what I have parents aim for. And then that third nap usually starts sometime between 3.30 and 4.30. And what happens as children move closer to nine months, you may start to see that that third nap becomes really difficult for them to take. So that's one indication that it's time to drop that third nap. Also, if your child is taking two really long naps, the first and second nap are really long, you may see that they're getting enough sleep between that first and second nap that they just don't need the third nap. I always say that you essentially have so much sleep in your child's bank for the day. And once they have spent it all, once they've gotten all the sleep that they need, then you're kind of broke and they often won't fall asleep again a third time. Even if they've been awake for a long time, they just don't have enough sleep pressure in order to do that. So usually sometime between six and nine months, that's where you're going to be dropping to two naps. And what can also happen is that if your child is taking one long nap and two short naps, usually by the time you get closer to nine months, you can start to help them consolidate those two short naps into a longer one. So when children go to two naps, I typically have parents aim for sometime around 9 a.m. for the morning nap and around 2 p.m. for the afternoon nap. What gets a little bit tricky when children go to two naps too early is that now they have a hard time staying awake that longer stretch in between their naps. And so those naps get pushed very close together. And now again, you end up with a long stretch of time between that second nap and bedtime. I usually find that it's better to stretch children in between their naps rather than in the morning or between that second nap and bedtime. And in order to prevent that awake window from being too long, that's where bedtime may need to shift earlier in order to close that long stretch of time now between the second nap and bedtime. So again, most children by the time they get to six months usually have about a two hour awake window. So what that means is that if they are even just a rock star napper, say their morning nap is from nine to 11 and their afternoon nap, they're able to make it to two, they've napped from two to four, but now that awake window to bedtime is only two hours, they're going to be ready for bed by six o'clock. And so if normally with three naps, they went to bed later, you may have to move it earlier when you get to two naps. I know it's always scary moving bedtime earlier. Parents always worry that that's going to cause their child to wake up earlier the next morning. But again, this is not usually the case because when they're not overtired at bedtime, they tend to sleep longer and later and better because they don't have that overtiredness that's causing all those problems. I do find that when children go to two naps though very early, it's very hard to make it that long stretch. And so sometimes you have to manage their nap times. Sometimes that may mean waking them from a nap in order to keep the naps earlier in the day a little bit shorter so that they'll still be able to take that third nap. This is something that I'll have parents do certainly around like six or seven months when they're just really not ready to just have two naps. So once your child is down to two naps, they're going to continue to take those two naps, hopefully until somewhere between 15 and 18 months. So I've said this before on other podcasts, when I've talked about the transition from two naps to one, that many children will pretend like they're ready for just one nap as they approach a year old. This is for some very important developmental reasons. So there is a bit of a growth spurt that happens around a year old. There's a developmental leap, and that means that your child's brain is learning all sorts 
sorts of new things and that can cause it to be hard to take two naps still. So you may get into a place where two naps is too much and one isn't enough. Also, a lot of children will start walking right around then and so that can make naps really hard. Again, that's a big developmental change for your child's brain. And so often that may look like your child is trying to go to one nap, but often I find that if you move to one nap earlier than 15 months, now you can end up with a lot of early rising. And the reason is because when children go to one nap, ideally you want to be pushing them to 12 o'clock for that one nap. You don't want it to happen in the morning. And in a perfect world, if your child is taking a great two-hour nap at 12 o'clock, maybe they go longer, but a two-hour nap would be, you know, respectable. Now, at a year old, at about 15 months or less than 15 months, their awake window is about four hours. So again, you're going to need to shift bedtime earlier. So I find that children who are taking two naps between that 12 and 15 month range or even up to 18 months have some of the later bedtimes because they have a four hour awake window. And so say they're napping from 2.30 to 4 and now they're not ready for bed until close to 8 o'clock. But when they move to one nap, again, that means that bedtime is going to shift earlier. Say they're napping from 12 to 2, that four hour awake window puts you at 6 o'clock. And even that can be sometimes a long stretch, especially if when your child goes to one nap, they're not taking a two-hour nap. Maybe they're only sleeping an hour and that's all you get for the whole day. So now you get to bedtime, they're super overtired, and now that's a long stretch. And again, now you're getting that early rising again. Definitely listen to that podcast episode about transitioning from two naps to one. That will give you all sorts of tips and tricks for how to maintain two naps until your child is really ready for one. So once you go to that one nap, now your child is going to continue to take that one nap until sometime between three and five years old. Lots of two-year-olds, though, will pretend like they don't need a nap anymore, but I would really encourage you to still keep putting them down for that nap, keep giving them quiet time, even if they're not actually sleeping. Being in their space by themselves, not having stimulation coming at them is something that is really healthy for them and it's a good idea for everybody to just recharge in the middle of the day. Especially as children are heading towards that three to five year old range and they're still taking a nap, they have a very long awake window between that last nap and bedtime. So a a three-year-old has about a six hour awake window between their last nap and bedtime. A four-year-old can have an even longer awake window, and especially if you're letting your four-year-old nap too long, then you're probably going to be ready to go to bed before your four-year-old who is still napping, and certainly a five-year-old as well. So those children are often wide awake and ready to party even into the late evening hours when we're often ready to go to sleep. And this is why a lot of parents will start preventing their children from napping as they're napping when they get older because it can push their bedtime very late. But again, when they stop napping, bedtime moves significantly earlier. So it's not crazy for a three-year-old with no nap to be ready for bed by 6 or 6.30 at night. Certainly a four-year-old with no nap, about a seven o'clock bedtime is appropriate. And remember that as you move into the toddler years, when children stop napping, they usually then need more sleep at night. So as an example, if you have a three-year-old who is still napping or napping periodically, that may mean that they nap for an hour and a half during the day. And then at night, they only need 10 and a half hours of sleep because they need 12 hours over a 24-hour period. And so then when they're no longer napping, now their bedtime is going to move earlier because first of all, they're going to 
going to be really tired, but they also need 12 hours of sleep at night now. And so that may mean that they need to sleep from 6.30 to 6.30, or some will sleep 6 to 6, or if your child can make it to 7, then they might do 7 to 7. But you want to make sure that you're moving that bedtime earlier to account for the fact that now they need more sleep at night because they're not getting it during the day. So that is all there is to tell about those transition points with your child's naps. Good luck in making those transitions. Know that when your child is no longer napping, it is going to feel a little bit like a morning process because parents often miss those naps. Even if you are a working parent during the week, on the weekends, we count on those naps to recharge our own batteries. And so it does feel a little bit sad, but it is a indication that your child is growing and developing and they're 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 getting bigger they're growing up and they don't need those naps quite so much anymore thanks for joining in today and we'll see you at the beginning of season two